It's Monday, April 4th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, reusable toilet paper rolls. Gross. Plus, decorating some bitch's flat ass. Assaulted by a gang of Beaker the Muppets. And when a stabbing to the head is NBD. All this for sure voicemails today on DB. They um they cook the baby there, they do sex there, they um, um and they also have secret rooms there. They cook the baby. Babies. 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 Baby skin. They got special tool and they just they, they put it in the skin and it, like in the baby skin and then they take it, it off. Out. And they play sweeties like bumps, yeah, for sex and a bumper bag of sweets. And we have Mentos, we have Snickers, we have Mars. Babies. Mentos. Babies. Mentos, the fresh maker. We cut the baby's head off. Five-pound baby. A luscious-looking eight-pound leg of baby. A giant fifteen-pound baby. A basket of healthy assorted seasoned babies. Dead baby skin shoes. Babies. 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 Her private is like really hairy. He has a piss ring on his willy. He has like some red dots all over his willy. They made you flash as well. Was it baby's flash? Yes, baby flash. A scrumptious, flavorful tri-tip. Baby. A juicy six-pound all-white meat. Baby. Is the baby alive when they cook the baby? No, it's dead. They kill it. And most everybody's favorite baby back. Babies. Who kills the baby? Me, uh, my, uh, my dad kills the baby. Looking good. Babies. And we cook them. Marvelous. Baby. And stuffing. Hmm, so good and tasty. Babies. They make my mouth so yummy. An eight-pound restaurant-style. Baby. Baby comes out so juicy, and the cleanup is so easy. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. I just want to say, how dare you? All right. Tim and the James Henson back here with you, kicking off a new week of programs. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you so much to everyone who popped in and watched a little bit of Nocturnal Transmission, our live show we did on Friday at 10 p.m. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's been years, I think, since we've done a proper live stream. And uh, I will say this. It's not like riding a bicycle. You don't just immediately pick up where you left off. There's a learning curve, and I need to relearn, but it was fun. The technical problems we did have mostly had to do with the phone. I blame Apple and their fucking ridiculous Bluetooth phone call settings or lack thereof. 
lot of people wanted to call in and, and, and talk, which is great. We took plenty of phone calls. The, the issue is it kept making ringing noises. Even when I tried to shut everything down, I turned off the fucking phone. I went into, I turned Bluetooth completely off. And it, and it somehow still was connecting. And then I turned off the phone. Like, I shut down the phone. It was off. By that point, I was frazzled. And uh, you freaks could sense it. You smelled it. You smelled the fear on me. And that just encouraged the idiots to call in even more. Now, you, you might say to yourself, Tim, well, if you uh, turned off your phone completely, no one would be able to get through. Yeah, you'd think so. But I'm all in in the Apple ecosystem like a dumbass. And apparently, even though the phone was off, my watch wanted to take phone calls or my iPad or something. It was just it was insane. It was a lot of fun. Go back and watch. Uh, watch me lose my mind on Nocturnal Transmission. It's posted on uh, YouTube. Also, we talked a lot about uh, the craziness of the April Fool's Day show, which was so obvious, right? Distorted View coming out with NFTs, but somehow people were sending me money all day long for for fake NFTs. All NFTs are fake, right? So I made out like a bandit. It was great. We talked about that. I will say most of the fake NFT money coming in uh, was was also because of the dog situation. You know, my uh, old dog was in the vet shitting out blood. And so a lot of people were throwing a few bucks my way. Actually, a lot. So thank you to all of the freaks who uh, sent along some cash. It really did help out. If for no other reason, you should check out the Nocturnal Transmission live stream because we go through the entire Predator Poacher video that I kind of previewed a little bit earlier in the week where the guy, the, uh, the Predator, starts driving into trees wrecks his car in the parking lot as he's trying to flee that was the preview uh then they released the entire catch of this predator right the the entire i don't know 30 minute video it's all insane it's so good it like the first 10 minutes is just this predator high on meth constipated talking about how he can't poop and looking for fiber products Oh, it's so good. Uh, check out Nocturnal Transmission. Uh, you know, I had such a great time with you freaks this past weekend. Why don't we do it again? This Friday, 10 p.m., Nocturnal Transmission Round 2. If you missed it the first time, I would love to have you in the chat, watching the video, calling in. You better believe I'm going to I am going to take care of these phone problems. <laughs> that's That's my number one concern. So we'll see how that goes. Just a nice, fun, chill way to end the week with DV. I hope to see you there. Uh, as for today, a bunch of new stuff to share with you. First of all, I think most of us are concerned about the environment. To some degree, at least. Even if you're an idiot that doesn't believe in climate change, you at least, I don't know, recycle, conserve water. At the bare minimum, don't be throwing your bag of shitty fast food out the driver's side window of your car as you're driving. You know, like the first week Lord Douche and I were here in Cincinnati, we were walking around, we're checking out the, the, the park that, that's right by our house. And at the edge of the park, there's like this uh, cliff and there's like these railings, right, to keep you from just falling because some idiot would just fall like a child or something. But anyway, so we were looking over this rail down at this hill or cliff and we saw a toilet someone threw a toilet they drove up they, they couldn't figure out how to get rid of their toilet i guess and they did they brought it with them to the park and they just threw it over the railing 
Like, that's a shitty thing to do. It took more effort to load up this toilet in your car, drive it to a park, and then hoist it over the edge of a hill than it would to just put it out next to your other trash on garbage day. This is someone who's just antagonizing the earth. They're pissed at this planet for something. I don't know if they got sunburn, which, you know, if if that's the case, it's it's misplaced anger. You should be upset with the sun more than the earth. Maybe there was a natural disaster and and that's why he's angry. I, look, I don't know what the earth did to this guy, but damn, you mess with the wrong one, man. That all being said, I think some people take environmentalism to an unhealthy extreme. Extreme! Like the idiots who refuse to use normal toilet paper, instead opting for reusable toilet paper. Yes! This is a thing. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I mean, I think I've heard of this before, maybe on like episodes of Extreme Cheapskates or something. But it really seems like reusable toilet paper is hitting the mainstream. Like You could purchase this stuff online in rolls. For instance, uh, over there at the Net Zero Company, uh, they're selling reusable toilet paper. And uh, actually, they've got some fun patterns. Well, there's an avocado. That's a fun, delicious pattern that's going to look a lot less appetizing after a use or two. According to their website, uh, reusable toilet paper. You read that right. 9.8 million trees are cut down annually just to be flushed down the toilet. Look, I feel like we're recycling all sorts of paper at this point. It was the first thing we started to recycle. Then, we you know, we, we could recycle glass and uh, plastics. But man, we recycle a lot of paper. Give us this one thing. Let us have single-use toilet paper. We'll recycle all other papers, anything we possibly can, we will recycle, but but this one thing. When it comes to reusable toilet paper, I'm guessing the most common comment is, uh, ew, that's gross. It's not clean, it's not sanitary. Well, according to Net Zero, single-use toilet paper isn't as clean as you might think either. Bleached toilet paper releases toxins into the air and water, which has been shown to harm humans and wildlife. Net Zero's toilet paper is $25 for a 24-piece roll. You can choose between two different rolls, cool tone designs or warm designs. I would probably go with the warm designs because that's going to be like your browns, your darker colors that will probably hide staining a bit better. These washable and reu- oh. <laughs> these washable and reusable toilet paper provide a cost-effective and eco-friendly way to clean yourself without creating waste or spending a mini fortune over time. It skeeves me out to think that I'm going to be wiping my ass with with something that someone else has wiped their ass with. I don't care if it's been washed. Check out the uh, chapter artwork or the featured image today over there at distortedview.com if you want to see what this uh, cloth toilet paper looks like. There is a how to use section. They suggest like if you're just dabbing because you peed, you want to dry off, you should uh, use the toilet paper dry. But if you're wiping up shit, you're going to want to dampen it first. Then after use, collect pieces in a hamper until laundry... Holy shit, you're leaving 
your feces-smeared used toilet paper in the hamper for days. Oh, the smell. Uh, how do you wash it? Well, uh, you're going to want to use hot water. <laughs> Boiling. Uh, tumble dry low or air dry. You may choose to pre-soak with vinegar <laughs> or a cleaning solution. Once dry, re-roll one at a time. Now, this isn't the only company selling reusable toilet paper. Some companies will call these products uh, family cloth. Right, They're trying to soften the blow so it's not as disgusting sounding. Or upcycled toilet paper. Or untoilet paper. There are so many considerations. You can't just use a regular hamper, right? Uh, people tend to line the hamper with a garbage bag and they leave it filled with like vinegar or peroxide. Then when you're actually handling, oh God, whoever is on laundry duty that week, oh, the sights and smells they must deal with. As a matter of fact, it's recommended that you wear gloves because you don't want it contaminating your skin. And don't forget, shit is full of stuff like E. coli. Do any of you freaks, I, I, I'm i almost afraid to ask, uh, do any of you freaks use reusable toilet paper? If so, call into the voicemail line and defend your disgusting practice. You filthy, filthy scat freak. Moving on, I've got a bunch of great audio to share with you today. First up, a woman who is annoyed for being inconvenienced. She's in a parking lot and she can't pull out her car because an ambulance is in the way, treating someone with a life-threatening condition. It's keeping her from getting home and watching The Price is Right. So she's going to make everyone's life miserable. Take a listen here. Telling the ambulance, you need to move. Hi, ma'am. What's your uh, what's your view on all this? I think that he needs to move. Who the ambulance? Walking. Yeah. Because he's move. walking you in. Yeah. So the ambulance here dealing with the stabbing victim should move because. Yeah, it's not just like you know someone tripped and sprained a leg. Someone was stabbed. You know, like a knife, a violent attack situation. You can't tell by her voice, but she's not old. She's, I don't know, she's like in her late 20s, 30s maybe? So the ambulance here dealing with the stabbing victim should move because you're inconvenienced. The world is not going to stop. If that was critical, they wouldn't be sitting in a parking lot yeah, doing critical, that. Right? Yeah. I've got some additional information from a news story here. A female adult began harassing and yelling at emergency medical technicians who were actively working on a patient that had been stabbed in the head, which is like one of the worst places to be stabbed. I think, you know, I've never been stabbed, but I can't imagine the head being a good place for that to happen. You need your head and all the parts of it. I don't know what this woman saw or thought she saw where she could make this judgment call that uh, the stab victim, it's, it's like no big deal. I was like trying to figure out like what part of the head did he get stabbed that it's, you know, no biggie. The world is not going to stop. If that was critical, they wouldn't be sitting in a parking lot yeah, doing critical, that. Right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You put someone in an ambulance and they've got a knife in their head. You know, the ambulance isn't exactly a smooth ride. It's, you know, bumping around. Not good to have a knife in your head jiggling around like that. All right. So now uh, she's with her husband. Her husband's in the car and she's going to uh, try to direct, tr direct him to pull out, even though the ambulance is blocking them. And I'm sorry that people don't like that. That's just tough shit. 
Hmm. Why are you harassing first response? She tells it like it like it is. They're doing their job though. No, I asked them to move. I wasn't harassing. Well, them. you're on. Yeah, they're yelling at them to stop. Stop trying to pull out. I like how she wants. She wants the ambulance people, <laughs> the EMT, to stop treating the stab wound victim. Move the ambulance to let them out, and then they can get back to to treating the patient. Well, now the cops are on the scene. Let's see how uh, this goes. It's a female cop talking to her. We can't do that right now, okay? Well, I'm not going to stay here for them. You're going to stay here. No, we're going to move. Yeah, the audio is not great here. But in the end, the bitch has to wait until the ambulance leaves. Took like 30 more seconds, and then the ambulance was driving off. Yes, I know. She supposedly, I, I wasn't able to verify this, but in the comments, uh, they're saying that she's a nurse. Seems like a compassionate caregiver. Although, you know, maybe she eyeballed the situation. Oh, that stab wound doesn't even look that bad. Walk it off, Mary. Push the eyeball back into the socket and get on with your life. Speaking of loud people, my favorite billionaire is back. Daniel Penna, this must be from one of his uh, seminars. He's got a question and answers uh, session, and uh, someone comes up to the mic and asks a, a very interesting question that surprisingly doesn't set Daniel off initially. Hello, Dan. My name is Claudius Fortesi. I'm from Munich, Germany. The past three years since I left school, I built the world's biggest scootering YouTube channel. Ho, ho, we got a big shot here. You hear that, Daniel? Well, you're talking to a real mogul, a, a scootering... <laughs> A scootering video mogul. With over a million subscribers. My question to you is, once you sold your companies and you exited the company, let's say you made 300 million pounds, what do you do with the money to then preserve and then grow? I, I, I bought shit. Hold on, let me write that down. This is good information. When you make lots of money, buy shit. This is why you go to one of his seminars, to learn and then grow. I, I, I bought shit. I bought mansions. I had, you know, I had, in those days I had planes, three planes. And I'm not recommending, you, have, you can't justify a plane. You just can't. Uh, but I had three of them. I had a jet helicopter. Can't justify that either. Uh, but I gave a, a lot to charity. I've, uh, I've, uh, Sally and I have always given a, a, a good portion of our... I'm kind of surprised that he gives money to charity, aren't you? Our wealth to charity. But you don't put it in the next deal. If that's your question, keep cash. Sally and I are in 100% cash. We don't own stocks, bonds, nothing. Cash. Hmm. For when the big motherfuckers tsunami hits and bankrupts all of you, Warren Buffett, Dan and Sally Pena, Microsoft, all these companies that are sitting on hordes of cash, there's a reason for that, meatheads. When the big motherfucker comes, <laughs> he works himself up more than anyone else, you know? You get him going. For that, meatheads. When the big motherfucker comes and you all drown, cash will be king. Not bit fuck, not gold, not silver. That's all horseshit for losers. Yeah. What about By the way, congratulations to anyone who purchased a Tim Henson NFT this past weekend. Shit for losers. <laughs> Let's start looking into that bit fuck next. What about buying cash flowing property no, for the long term? No, no, no. I just answered no, you. No. You don't like the answers? Fine, sit down. Get the I, fuck out of my face. Answered you. I no, like, not cash flowing properties. And I liked your answer. Oh, well, fine. You get one question. Next. He just wanted some clarification. It was more of a follow up question. Jesus, Daniel. 
How much do, do these people have to pay for this seminar? It seems like utter horse shit. I do love that guy, though. Anyone who's loud and swears a lot, got a real affection for. Hey, on uh, Nocturnal Transmission, I was attempting to share with you an amazing YouTube channel I, f I found. Um, and that's really, I think, when the phone calls started coming in nonstop. The YouTube channel is NPC Archivist. And he just finds videos of people who are talking nonsense that kind of sound like an NPC from a video game. You know, unintelligible nonsense, repeating themselves over and over, unnecessarily aggressive. There are all types of NPC characters. Uh, here is one of his newest. This is a woman at a gas station. Those noises are from her. I'm guessing she's high on something, or her wiener really is red. A fire. My dick's on fire. I see that. That's the world. Hello, darling. We'll have to get there. Nice to see you. We're going to have to get there. Is this what aphasia is? Is this what Bruce Willis is going to sound like in a couple months? Right back at you, babe. I did manage to play a few of these on uh, Nocturnal Transmission, including a woman who uh, is spray painting herself black for unknown reasons. I don't know if it's racist, but there are some racial undertones there. It's unclear if she's trying to pass herself off as black or if it's just more about spraying herself a, a color and she just happened to have a, a, a can of black spray paint. Speaking of black, I guess as a transition, we can go there. I've got a, a an angry black grandmother here. I think it quickly becomes clear as to why she's so upset. Take a listen. Put nobody in. You ain't got an ass to hold nobody up with. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And get on your damn knee and pray sometime with the motherfucking ass. If your ass hadn't been fucking, you'd have been out there trying to pray for somebody. <laughs> I said if your ass hadn't been fucking, if your ass hadn't been fucking, if your ass hadn't been fucking. So Granny's obviously upset with someone. Uh, it's the granddaughter who's filming her, but I don't think she's necessarily upset with her. This might just be, uh, you know, Granny gossiping. Your ass hadn't been fucking. You've been out there trying to trace me. And the Griffith show. What's on now, Papa? Grandma, you be tracing that lady out every day. She was giving me a Every day. She ain't got no ass to put nothing on. And every time she gets up, she got to put them damn pants up on her ass. So they'll stay up on her ass. She ain't got no ass to hold it up. And I always time to talk about somebody and ain't got no ass. Ain't got shit back there. But a flat ass. It ain't worth two pennies. It ain't worth two pennies at all. Yeah, someone has really rubbed Granny the wrong way. Maybe someone at church or something? That ain't worth two minutes. What a whole Because she can't hold up a pair of pants on her ass. She, got she cannot. She cannot hold up a pair of pants on her flabby ass. That flabby ass like that she got. She, you got to pull the pants up every time she get up with them. She don't know how to put the pants on. She ain't got enough ass to hold pants on her. So okay. I just need that shit alone. Is that it, Granny? I was the latest that I had before her would come around here and decorate, decorate her motherfucking ass. I don't even know what that means to have your ass decorated. I'm going to get up off my house. Go, go to hell with your dumb flat ass. Go to hell. Go to hell with your dumb flat ass. Can your flat ass, can your flat ass 
there do what you're doing. You ain't doing a damn thing no how. Take your motherfucking ass on out there. Because that's all you is, a motherfucker. I said if you wasn't a fucker. I said if you wasn't a fucker. If you wasn't a fucker. You'll be minding your damn business. You ain't got nothing to mind because that means your ass flat as it is. If your ass wasn't so damn flat, you'll be all right. You got the flattest ass that anybody else see. Again, the only uh, person in frame is Granny. The camera's fixed on her, so I don't know who the hell she's yelling at. She is pissed off at someone. Now I think it is someone in the house. Someone with a very flat ass. You need to get that redecorated. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Let's make this short and sweet today. If you are not yet a Sideshow member, what are you waiting for? Help support this program. Become a true and honorable freak today. Sign up for the DV member site. Every week we do uh, brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Typically we do uh, two of these a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Great news, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcast, you, you don't even have to go through superfreaksideshow.com. You can sign up right in those apps. A couple of taps and you'll see all of the exclusive content uh, right in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So it's a, a great, easy way to uh, grab Sideshow exclusive episodes. For more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com. Don't forget, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Just another way to help support the program. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. All right, three very quick stories now for stop. Something strange happened in Missouri on April Fool's Day, at least for one person. Uh, A group of individuals dressed as Beaker from the Muppets surrounded an Uber driver and wouldn't let him go. At around 8 p.m., Uber driver Jeff Denton was taking a break from driving when he decided to pull over in an Indian restaurant parking lot. Quote, I pulled into a dark parking lot and I was attacked by a bunch of Beakers. My thoughts were, oh man, I got to get this on video. Denton pulled out his phone and was able to record six to eight beakers meeping at him. You know how beaker talks. Meep, 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 meep. Uh, I've, I've got a clip here of the <laughs> of the video. Looks like there's more than eight beakers. They ran off into the shadows to terrorize someone else, says Denton, when asked what happened after he stopped recording. He posted the video to Facebook shortly after. Denton pulled a prank himself earlier today, convincing his Facebook friends he had shaved his head. Good one. Quote, is this what I get for the April Fool's joke earlier? He wrote in the comment section of the Beaker Post. No one was hurt (laughs) during the altercation. And Denton believes this is all the work of uh, Springfield Improv. Apparently they went on a Beaker run. Speaking of April Fool's, uh, companies are getting back into the swing of things. They took 2020 off. They figured, you know, no one no one was in the mood for joking around at the beginning of the pandemic. A few companies started uh, the April Fool's Day stuff back up in 2021. I think Velveeta came out with a, uh, a line of cheesy skin products. Bud Light had a pizza flavored seltzer. 
This year, I guess we're all in a joking mood again, so a lot of companies are participating in this tomfuckery. Omaha Steaks, of all companies, came out with The Meat Sweats, a line of well-marbled roll-on perspirants with powerful 24-hour non-protection. Available in three cents, original beef, lighter fluid, and mesquite. They uh, they tweeted that along with a picture of the fake product, The Meat Sweats. Yingling Beer came out with a fake line of like body wash and shampoo. It's kind of lame. Equally as lame is the Popsicle Vaseline collaboration. Lipsicles is a line of lip balm that comes in orange, cherry, and grape flavors like Popsicles. It doesn't even seem, that seems plausible to me. Amazon had a dumb April Fool's Day Alexa prank or something. I don't know. Uh, They posted a video of someone asking Alexa to release a smell. It's supposedly a new ability of Alexa. Alexa, make a smell. I'll describe a scenario. Then release a specific smell directly from this device. Imagine you're just waking up and someone's cooking bacon. And that bacony smell is wafting into your room. Here it comes in three, two, one. I think my favorite had to have been Kotex. I can't believe they did this, by the way. This this seems a little strange. Kotex came out with a fake line of chocolate maxi pads. Not only that, but they supposedly have raspberry filling inside of them. Oh, you're going too far, Kotex. Uh, And then internationally, McDonald's Australia posted uh, an interesting advertisement for uh, their new sweet and sour sundae. It's vanilla ice cream doused in uh, the same sweet and sour sauce you dip your chicken nuggets in. Actually, that doesn't sound so bad. You know, you dip your fries in there. Oh, that might be good. Let's make that really happen. Well, there you go. That is your corporate April Fool's Day roundup. Hilarious jokes all around. Second story we have for you today. This story also took place on April Fool's Day, but there's uh, no one laughing here. Uh, Police in Brandon over there in Canada says it's no joke that a 27-year-old man is accused of stealing from a business and then assaulting an employee with a solid chocolate bunny. See, now you may want to chuckle, but those things could do some damage. We're used to those uh, hollow chocolate bunnies. You hit someone with that, the bunny will just fly into a million pieces. It's not going to hurt anyone. But a solid chocolate bunny, that's like a brick. Officers were called Thursday afternoon after a man stole merchandise at a business on Victoria Avenue near 34th Street in the southwestern Manitoba City. A Friday news release from the Brandon Police Service said an employee who confronted the shoplifter was hit with a Mr. Solid brand chocolate bunny. The employee suffered minor injuries. The accused shoplifter ran away but was found and arrested nearby while still in possession of the stolen merchandise. Man was released from custody and will appear in court on charges of assault and theft under $5,000. The news release says this is not an April Fool's Day joke, so no one laughed. Sergeant Kirby uh, Sereris, a public information officer with the Brandon Police Service, says she's never heard of a chocolate bunny being used as a weapon before. The weapon that the 27-year-old male suspect used was less than typical from what employees would normally see or be assaulted with. I mean, sexually assaulted, maybe. I'm pretty sure I've seen that in a porn. One shoves a chocolate bunny up a woman's pussy and then she queefs it back out and then they eat it. 
I swear to God, I've seen this. Like, I'm being serious, and I'm pretty sure the the person stuffing the chocolate bunny in the woman's pussy is dressed like the Easter bunny. You may have played audio of that on the show. Anyway, uh, I know sometimes people will use whatever is in their hands to commit assault, but quite often it's something more typical than a piece of food, she said. She also added that retail theft is something that happens every day and employees are often met with violence. So thankfully it was just a chocolate bunny this, this time. And thankfully, the person wasn't sexually assaulted with the bunny. You know, it could have been a lot worse. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, final story we have for you to jump. Well, it's time to meet another Internet idiot. Uh, this time it's John Rusaki. He fell head over heels over a stunning brunette online. I mean, you can pretty much just write this whole story. You know how this will play out. How much did you give her? <laughs> what did she need the money for? How much are you out? Uh, let's see here. So apparently he was talking to a stunning brunette online. At least he thought he was. He ended up losing over $200,000. Ta-da! He met so-called Canadian nurse Esther Anderson. That just totally sounds like a fake name. Esther Anderson on a dating site, and they enjoyed daily chats for about a year. But the picture he was sent of Esther was a fake. And her cries for help and wild tales of being jailed for smuggling gold were total fabrications. Of course! Who gets who's smuggling gold? How is she smuggling gold in Canada? Each time Esther asked for help, intelligent John. All right, well, let's not go throwing around words like intelligent here, because so far, everything I read about him suggests otherwise. All right. Each time Esther asked for help, intelligent in quotations, John transferred money from his account, even believing he would become the owner of two 12 kilogram gold bars worth about $1.3 million. That's not bad, right? That, that's a, that's a nice profit. You give her $200,000. You make uh, 1.3 million. Yeah. Who wouldn't do that? It just, it just makes financial sense. John, 43, took out loans. Of course he did to give Esther about $100,000 and then another $100,000 borrowed from his father. He was sent receipts for the gold but those receipts were bullshit. It was entirely fictional. As the romance intensified, there was no romance. It was text messages. Yes, it in intensified over text messages and FaceTime. How the hell was that possible? Was there a real woman? Or did they do that thing where like uh, they, they put a man in a wig and they made the webcam real blurry? You couldn't quite tell what the hell you were looking at. All right, whatever. So uh, they used FaceTime. Esther told John she would move to Lincoln over there in the UK to be with him. She then asked him for 400 pounds a month for food and claimed she was desperate. 200 grand wasn't enough. You also need $500 a month. You know, spending money. John obliged and uh, even went hungry himself to afford the gifts. I want to see the picture she sent him because he is simping hard for her. My boy has pussy fever. He really thought he was going to get some of the good stuff here if he just kept forking over the cash. Again, we all know how this story ends. Uh, he said, I always help people around me. I felt bad and I sent the money. You felt horny. You didn't feel bad. She said, thank you, my love. I can't wait to come and meet you. Well, you got 200 grand. Plane tickets, not that expensive. 
uh, especially right now. How would anyone feel when he hears affectionate words like that? He was sucked in by pictures showing a smiling Esther. The con then took a twist when Esther said she was a volunteer and was heading to Africa to help build a children's hospital. Oh, she's got such a big heart. She said that she was going to visit her mom in Ghana before flying to see John in the UK. But guess what? She got jailed while in Ghana while concealing the gold bars in a case. She asked John to pay a court fee to free her from jail. Uh, Then he received letters and documentation asking him to pay for the gold to be released. Esther said if he paid officials, she would give him the gold or sell it and pay him back. But the amount uh, demanded kept increasing. John kept paying uh, to ensure that the gold was released and he could get his money back, (laughs) giving more money to make sure you get your money back. Mm -hmm. Makes perfect sense. I was, (laughs) it's logical. I was expecting to get the money back. And when the gold was sold, it turns out everything was a scam. John took out four loans to release the gold and transfer it into his name. Quote, I only sent large sums of money to solicitors and police. Dude, those weren't solicitors and police. Again, you were scammed. He's still not getting this. He was sent a certificate from a gold mine company that said this is to certify that John Rusaki's next of king, not kin, uh, Esther Anderson is the holder of two bars of gold. A receipt in February acknowledges 1,500 pounds had been paid, and then another in August that was for 28,000 pounds. In the end, he says the scam has wrecked his mental health, admitting, I'm used to being used. John has been awarded 56,000 pounds after Barclays admitted partial liability. The bank did not pay the full amount because it said the initial outgoing sums were smaller and did not raise concerns. It was only when a large amount was sent that Barclays should have uh, flagged that. The money was sent to a non-UK account, making it impossible to uh, access by Barclays. A bank spokesperson said, this is a tragic case of a romance scam and we have every sympathy for our customer. That being said, he's not going to get all his money back because, you know, he's he's mostly to blame here. Barclays was really trying to make this guy feel better about himself. He, they said, don't be ashamed. It happens to a lot of people. These scammers are sophisticated. Mm. No, guys are just dumb. They'll fall for a hot picture of a girl. They want to believe they could somehow dip their dick in that ooey gooey golden honey pot of poon. Diane Fawcett, chief executive of the independent charity Victim Support, said victims of romance fraud often blame themselves. Yeah, it kind of is their fault, but it's important to understand that this is an incredibly sophisticated crime and almost anyone could be targeted. Victims may feel that they have not only lost money, but also a loving partner or relationship they thought they had. I think this guy should take some of that $56,000, buy himself a real doll, and anytime he gets the urge to go on a dating site, just fucking drain your nuts in that soft, velvety faux cunt. How's that for a pep talk? Feel better, dude? I hope so. You're okay. You're okay, champ. All right. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. 
Don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks hang out. Uh, they post DV-worthy stuff. They have good conversation. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at uh, distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. Hey, Tim. I've seen you enough times to know I want to see you naked. No, you, you don't. should make an OnlyFans. Okay. Very funny, yes. Hey. Would you really pay for that? <laughs> I'd consider it. I'm a slut for cash. Hey, Tim, it's Tyler. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, you were talking about Bruce Willis losing his money uh, the other day. Yeah, that was my theory. I don't know if I'd mentioned that on the podcast or the live stream, but I was thinking, you know, Bruce Willis appeared in a shit ton of movies from uh, 2020 and 2021, and I was thinking, like, he knew his mind was going, so he wanted to appear in as many movies as possible, you know, get some cash before he checks out. Hey. I seem to remember hearing at some point in the past that maybe he was one of the like Hollywood people that lost a ton of money in the Bernie Madoff. Oh, really? Uh, Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Thing. Like, I know Steven Spielberg and Kevin Bacon lost like more than half of their money in that uh, that encounter, and I'm pretty sure Bruce Willis was involved in that as well. Along well, with Demi Moore, so. Poor, poor broke celebrities. Well, in addition to being financially broke, his mind is now broke as well. So, poor, poor Bruce. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Ricey Fighter here. I know what you're doing with the, the fake low-battery smoke alarm. You're trying to drive me crazy. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Ricey Fighter here. <laughs> um, uh, there's a very great artist on Distorted View uh, Discord, and uh, that person is making NFTs uh, on behalf of, you know, your doggy. And um, I bought oh, one really? of them, so you should see a PayPal. Um, oh, I didn't realize there were NFTs being made of the dog. I'll have to go in the Discord and check that out. Money. I showed off some of the NFTs on Nocturnal Transmission. Uh, coming from me, and I think they're great. And uh, I hope other people join the uh, Distorted View Discord so they can get their own NFTs. And uh, that, that's all. Uh, I wish the doggy the best. And uh, <laughs> First of all, it's funny. It's like... like the low battery smoke alarm will will go off every couple minutes, right? For like three or four minutes, not every ten seconds. You know, have a good one, Timmy Boo. One more, there it is. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, one more call here. This is Doctor Blue Boy. I was talking to my buddy who is currently uh, over in Poland at the moment, moment okay. because of the whole fucking Ukraine Russia thing, and I literally caught the last or caught the last uh, five minutes of the live show, and I was looking so bored to seeing it. But oh, that's okay. Listen, we're going to do it again this week, so you'll have another chance. I love you, Tim, but. My boy out there um, serving I our country. Yeah, you got priorities. And uh, Poland sitting there waiting in case Putin just decides to hit NATO with the bullshit. That's all right. I'll I'll watch the rewatch or whatever when it posts up on YouTube. Yeah. Damn it! What's I up there? The show. I was so looking forward to watching it all week. Right. Well, like I Love said, you, Timmy Boo. Uh, you got another chance. 
this Friday, 10 p.m. Mark your calendars, freaks. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Yes, it's a Sideshow exclusive episode tomorrow. Uh, If you're not yet a member, sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. shortbread and whenever I'm in England I, I go get a tin can of shortbread and I was feeling kind of happy kind of like I was biting into some shortbread so tonight I wanted to dress like I was a can of shortbread this has been another excellent podcast from the Scrub Media Group learn more at scrub.net